everybody, this week on Minivan Men, we've got all three Minivan Men back together again. That's right, Chris Spencer is in the high house. We've also got our special guest, Gobi Rahimi, who's going to tell us funny stories about meeting his wife in France, and then also going to tell some poignant stories about his child who was recently born premature. Listen up. Here we go. Minivan Men starting now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Minivan Men. I'm Maz Jobrani here in L.A. with Chris Spencer. You heard that right. Chris Spencer is in the house. In Sukasa. In Sukasa. And I've got Al Madrigal over there, East Coast. West side. And we've got a guest today with us, my good friend, director, Gobi Rahimi. Howdy, howdy. That's right. He's Persian. Gobi Rahimi. Did you Rahimi. hear what his first job was? What was his first job? I don't job? know if he's Persian. What was your first directing gig again, man? Uh, two America's Most Wanted with Snoop and Tupac. Ain't nothing but a gangster party. Gobi, Gobi. Okay, let me just let me just give you guys a little background, and then I'll tell you how Gobi ended up here today with us. Gobi, uh, back in the day, was close with Tupac Shakur, uh-huh. and was you were his videographer. Is that what you were, Gobi? I uh, had a production company with him. I directed three of his videos. And produced all his videos on Death Row after California Love. So when Tupac gets shot in Las Vegas, who stands guard at the hospital? Kobe. Kobe. Well, I I sat the twelve to eight in the morning shift for six nights. Better yet, who shot Tupac? There Man. you go. That's yeah. why he's on Man. the show today. I think money killed Tupac. And which deep pockets killed Tupac? Who is money? What crew is he? I mean, you know, I I think uh, you know the the record labels are shady, and Who I think that the, the people the people that pull the strings uh, thought they'd kill the golden goose and reach down his throat for the eggs, but unfortunately, those eggs didn't last too just, long. Just don't name any names because we are the minivan men. We're not gangbangers. We don't need anyone. Nobody shit. here is tough. Yeah, we're not doing drive-bys and station wagons. <laughs> we're just yeah. So so here we are with Gobi. We were watching we were watching the uh, presidential debates mm-hmm. with uh, Gobi and Chris Spencer here at my house, and we started talking to Gobi. Whoa 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 whoa! What? You can't Ow. just say go just gloss over. Oh, and just he was here. He was there the night Tupac died. I mean, can you? No, okay, really? go ahead, go ahead. What, what do you just, go for? It? Just sort of like go ahead. You got more questions. And stop because we're going to jump right into Gobi watching debates. I'm more fascinated by Gobi being there the night Tupac died, which is not too many people were. You're in Las Vegas. You're hanging out. Actually, Al, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't there the night he died. The day before, they said he was 13 percent better, and I had to leave and come back to LA for work. And I was like, all right, well, this dude seems like he's. I didn't think he's going to pull out. I did not think he's going to pull out of that. I was in Vegas for for six nights from the minute he got shot uh, until the day before he passed. Uh, and then uh, I sat security from 12 to 8 in the morning. And uh, the day why I left you, Vegas why was did the you sixth sit day. And, uh, why were you on security detail? I was, his, I was his production partner, and I uh, knew something. It felt like something was going to go down in Vegas. So I, I kind of went out there with my, my whole production staff and we were supposed to meet up with Pac at Shug's Club 662. And then uh, Nate Dog of, of everyone walked up to me and my partner Tracy at the time and said, Pac and Shug have been shot. So we went straight to the hospital. And, uh, you know, we, there, there was a lack of uh, people in Pac's camp. So I kind of sat security for six nights. I, no one asked me. I just, you know, Persians. Yeah. 
Persian sure. people are, are loyal people. When they, when they love someone, they'll do anything for them. And uh, I love Pac. And he called me the crazy Iranian. And once he, once he gave me that moniker, I was like, I got I to gotta do whatever I can for dude. Yeah, you got to live up to that. Yeah. Oh, so. So, sorry. I love the backstory. I mean, it's just, I think it's just fascinating because uh, so many people, you know, so many people have talked about that night, but then you have this perspective that no one really has. I mean, and uh, that's crazy. I'm sorry for the loss. All uh, good. Well, watch, watch out for the, for, the, for the documentary and the movie coming to a theater close to you soon. Wow, so he really is dead, huh? Yeah, yeah. Pac, Pac wouldn't have stayed quiet with so many remixes and uh, other producers getting in his business. Yeah, and who's pulling the, Who's pulling all those strings? Is uh, his mom? Is that the one that's uh, releasing all this stuff? Well, I mean, you know, his his mom. His mom is the is the power behind Pac. But you know, there's various business people that have always gotten involved uh, up to this day. So. Uh, you know, uh, his mom. His mom is a is a powerful human being, and I have much respect for her. That's it's code for that, something else. No, <laughs> no codes. All right. Yeah. Um. So I'm sorry to interrupt. I just say again. I just think it's it's amazing. That's incredible that uh, you were there for that and you were close to him. Did you guys know each other from Marin days no, 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 or no. Eight Digital months, Underground? Last or, eight or, months. Last eight months of his life. Oh, that's it. That's it. But uh, it was twenty four seven. Gangster Party wow. was eight months before last he died? eight months. Yeah, yeah. That was the first video I directed for him. What was the first video I I ever directed? And uh, but yeah, that, that wasn't eight months before he died. Oh yeah, six months before he died. Seven months before that, he died. Was that Gangster Party the one that was in the Terror Dome? No, no, no. That was uh, California, California Love. That was- the one I did was in the courtroom. Uh, you know, in the in the. Uh, in the club, you know, the, I did a Last Supper kind of with a big pig in the middle of it that was supposed to be Biggie or Piggy. And, um, you know, it was crazy. It was crazy. That's when they spent a couple of hundred thousand dollars for a two-day shoot on a music video and no one batted an eye. Wow. And there was about eight, 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 eight grand worth of weed smoked every day. Incredible. Yeah. All right, Moss, sorry. This is how professional we are on Minivan Men. As Gobi was telling the story and Al was talking to him from New York, uh, I saw probably a uh, kind of a, a tarantula. Imagine a tarantula, but yeah. like spud web size. Yeah, it was huge. A mini tarantula. So it was still big and hairy in my garage where we record this out of. And I'm thinking the whole time, I'm thinking, if I don't get it, it's going to get my kids. That's all I thought. Yeah. So I was over there. Uh, you're killing spiders. You're doing killing. Did you kill it or did you I put killed it outside? It. I killed it. I flushed it. it was uh, Al. It was not a kind of spider you want to try to put outside. Yeah, I'll just tell you that right now. You guys were talking about Suge Knight and killers and gangsters. Yeah, this was a gangster spider, straight up. Uh, when he stepped on it, it said, "Oh, cuz." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I got a hit out on me. Now. <laughs> Other spiders. Another spider came and guarded the door. Yeah, yeah. So, so Gobi. So let me. So let me. So let me catch people up on 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 Gobi. So. I've known Gobi for a while. We've worked together. We did a a, a short together uh, called uh, My Two Worlds. Uh, he's he's a great director, a good friend, and the reason he's on the show is because he's a new dad. Now here's where it gets interesting. Uh, Gobi's wife is French from France. 
and uh, they had a baby, what, how long ago? Uh, March, March 3rd. March 3rd. And, and your baby was born premature. How, how, by how, by how, how long? Two and a half months. He was supposed to be born May, May uh, 13th. But uh, he arrived via emergency C-section uh, March 3rd. My wife called me up on March 2nd and said, I'm bleeding. And that was 4 in the morning. At 11 o'clock, I was on a plane to France. And we were basically awake for 48 hours until uh, the C-section. Now, okay, before we get into the, the, the serious stuff here, how do you meet a French woman? That's, that's the number one question because you mm. live in L.A., so I was uh, visiting, my sister lives down there in the, in the south of France, and every Christmas for the last 15 years, I've gone to the same 850-year-old village called Biot. And you know, what's crazy is every year people say, oh my God, it's so amazing, you go to Europe every Christmas, but I'm like, I go to the same friggin' city, little town, cobblestone streets every single year, I don't go anywhere else. So it actually kind of sucked after 15 years. So two years ago, I go there and I end up at a New Year's party with my cousin's friends. My cousin grew up there, so they had like a high school reunion kind of deal. It was a masquerade party. A masquerade party, you're supposed to wear just a mask on your face and you know, on the eyes, like it's, you know, classy and whatnot. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Shut. Eye wide shut. So my, my, my aunt, for whatever reason, decides to put dreadlocks on me, puts me in <laughs> like a gangster rapper outfit with medallions and puts love and hate on my knuckles with some glasses, takes uh, like eyeliner. And I didn't have a beard or a mustache at the time. And she drew a goatee and a mustache. She's like, okay, this is how you need to go. That I'm is like, not like Eyes Wide Shut. No, it was, it was so far. <laughs> so I walk into this party. I'm the only one in a costume. Everyone's got these little masks on. And they're all French. They're like, and, who and is they're this all, uh, yeah. thug? What they're is like, this thug? Yeah, so, so you know, I, I got drunk. It looks like Tupac just walked in here. I was like, I was, like, I was uncomfortable. So I, I said, you know, you know, the hell with it. I'll uh, just drink some rum. So uh, my, my cousin was there. And then all of a sudden, this car full of gorgeous little French girls, these little blondies. And you have to understand... That's like, that's like eyes wide shut again. But I've, I've, I've only dated people of color uh, and never have really gone out with a white girl. I mean, I'm, I'm Iranian, but, uh, you know, I'm a little black. Uh, I got a little Muslim, Jewish, and Catholic in me. So, you know, I've just... I, but I've, mostly because it's never really been an option for you. I mean, they refused. Well, You've they wanted to date white women in the I, past. I was scared of them, to be honest with you. I grew up in table. Irvine. There now were, you're wearing this mask and no one can see. <laughs> exactly. Now. Exactly. I, I, I had a persona. I kind of tried <laughs> to channel, channel the Tom Cruise, but a straight version. And I just went for it that night. I chased her all night. And every room I went into, she ran out of the room. And at some point, I was like, why do you keep running away from me? She goes, are you the devil? So, you know, it, it, New Year's came. Everyone kissed and hugged. I couldn't find her. Finally, at 3 in the morning, uh, we ended up on the dance floor. And I was dancing with one of our homegirls because I was like, if I can't get her, I, gotta, I can't leave empty-handed. So you danced so. with a fat friend. Well, no, no, no. Her, her girls were cute, too, but she was the cutest one. Mm -hmm. So I'm on the dance floor dancing with one of her girlfriends, and uh, I see her behind me. So I kind of lean into her, 
And then she leaned into me, and I was like, all right, this is over. It's, it's a done deal. So then uh, we spent three days together. Uh, I left France miserable, uh, 60, 70, 80 hours of Skype. Uh, and then she showed up in L.A. And then last August, at a funeral, I got her pregnant. Wow. So uh, then... Uh, right, right there on the casket. I, I meant, well, no, you, know, was a, you know what's good is you're good at timing things so that if you ever forget, you can yes. always go back and look it up. Be like, when right. was that funeral for Charlie? Remember? <laughs> you go look it up. You're like, oh, that was uh, March we, 13th of... Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, it, it was actually a, a grandmother of my buddy's. Uh, she had passed in Northern California, wine country. And that's how you celebrate and, it. And the funeral... The funeral went from like nine to two in the afternoon, and then they broke in out. In honor of the your weed grandmother, in honor of your grandmother, we'd no, like to have no, sex. Like another life for this guest. They broke, they, they broke out the, the tequila and the and, and the and the weed. So you know, midnight. I mean, there was no choice. But unbeknownst to us, they put us in the grandmother's room. So you know, uh. the, the next morning, I told her she was pregnant, and she's like, "You're crazy." And then two weeks later, we did a you know pregnancy test, and she was pregnant the day before she went back to France. Okay, so now you send her back to France like a nice, like a like a good Middle Eastern man. Yeah. Go go back to France yeah. and, and <laughs> go back to your parents. Go back to France and be pregnant for nine months. Yeah. He better be a boy or don't call me. Yeah. Uh, so so you do that. So you're not married at this point. Uh, no, I got her pregnant. We weren't married. No. No, we they got, got married on Frank's birthday. So December seventeenth, so they could remember when the wedding was. No, that was, that was conception. <laughs> mm. So you get married. Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah. Now, uh, baby's due. You're, you're, you're living. You're, you're here in LA. You're working. I'm working. I'm like, I got a new fire under my butt. I'm like, you know, I can't be turning jobs away or acting all meek. Are, now are, I got. Are you I, out here dumping chicks? I got. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> Cleaning up your phone. No, no, no. I, I, I stopped being a hoe about 15, 20 years ago. I was a, a one-girl dude ever since. But I was looking for Mrs. Wright, and she, she showed up, you know? So, so I, she uh, feels the same way, and she's obviously into keeping the baby. There's no, yeah, like, no, 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 uh, no. discussion it, of what are we going to do here. Absolutely. She was, she was like, you know, you're, you're 46. If you're not doing it now, you're never doing it. And, I was and like, the parents and stuff, because you said she comes from a white French family. You're an Iranian guy living in LA with her parents. Like, I don't know. This is uh, her no pops thing. was a little afraid. The mom, the mom was open. They're divorced, but the because you're a charming guy, you're a good-looking guy, so you got that going. You're a big director in Hollywood. You're like telling the dad I hang out with Tupac. He doesn't know what that means. Yeah, no, he, 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 yeah, he wasn't impressed with all that. He was just like, you know, is he going to take you back to Iran? And I was like, you know, no, we're not, we're not doing that. So he was a little afraid, but I, I want him over. Why is it that all people around the, all white people around the world are afraid that Iranian men are going to take their daughters to Iran? It's that movie, that's what you Sally, guys do. Sally Fields that's movie, right. not without my daughter. In that, maybe because they feel, yeah, well, in the, Fox well, News. How often do you guys go back? To I, the I haven't been back in like twenty. Like I have no intention <laughs> on going back. Well, and, I went back four years ago for the first time in thirty-two years, and. It was off the chart. It was it was amazing. Okay, so maybe he would take her back. I'm sorry. Yes. Maybe he would. Now, now I see what the dad was was because <laughs> when he met the dad, uh, Mr. Montpellier. Let me just tell you, Iran is a beautiful place. <laughs> Henri, his name Henri. is Henri. All right, so Gobi. Yeah. You've uh, mar you're married. 
You're about to have the baby. Baby's your, your life is good. You're working. You get the call. Yeah, well, look, I thought I had like, you know, two and a half, three months to prep stuff up and just get myself in order because, you know, I've, I've lived in L.A. without any family for the last 20 years. So I've, I've been bachelor life and I was slowly hoping to ease myself into being husband and father. So four in the morning, she calls me and says, uh, I'm bleeding and she's freaking out. And my brother's taking me to the hospital. So I said, I'm on my way. Uh, called up, bought a ticket, and I was on a plane at 11. And that 16 or 14 hours it took me to get there, I, I had no idea if I was going to lose them both or what was going on. Wow. Now it's probably a good opportunity for a break. Yeah. And then um, I want to come back and hear the rest of the story. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah, cool. yeah. Hey, for our listeners in Los Angeles, we're going to be part of the PodFest, the L.A. PodFest, coming up Saturday, October 13th at 2 p.m. We're going to be at the Sheraton Delfina in Santa Monica. Come watch us live, the minivan men recording live. For more information, go to LAPodFest.com. That's LAPodFest.com. Hope to see you there. Minivan men. All right, we're back with the Minivan Men. This is Maz Jobrani here with Chris Spencer in Los Angeles. We've got Al Madrigal in uh, New York, and we've got my good friend and now our good friend, Gobi Rahimi here. Gobi, you're on Facebook, right? I am on Facebook. I believe it's under Gobi Rahimi. So G-O-B-I-R-A-H-I-M-I. If you're inspired by this story, get in touch with them. Tell them how you feel. Also, you can send us an email at uh, minivanmen at gmail.com. And also, we just started uh, as a part of All Things Comedy. Al Madrigal had been putting this together with Bill Burr. It's a network, allthingscomedy.com. Uh, it's going to be a hot uh, podcast network. And uh, check it out, support it, and, we'll, and there's more news to come from that uh, front. Right, Al? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, just real quick, uh, Jake Johansson, Harlan Williams, Bill Burr, Ari Shafir, uh, Greg Barrett and Dave Anthony have a podcast, Walking the Room, The Flop House, Your Mom's House, uh, Deep Shit with Ver- Baron Vaughn. Um, some, the Laugh Spin uh, is our news source. We have some great stuff on there. So definitely check it out. Of course, um, Minivan Men. So that's where you can just play. There's our RSS feed and... Um, you can leave comments for us there, and um, everything you want is on the Minivan Men page. So, and then it's going to evolve into a record label. It's it's a it's a big deal, it's and more comics are calling me to sign up every single day. It's basically four comics by comics, like Fubu, but we're fuckbook. Four comics by comics, fuckbook. Yeah, that's right. Chris, have you seen it yet? No, 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 no. I have not. Oh, it looks nice. So. People, listen, check it out and, uh, and, and let us know what you think and support all the guys on there. We're back now with the story of Gobi. So Gobi, in the first part, was telling us about uh, getting married, meeting, meeting the love of his life, a French lady. What's her name, by the way? Her name is Candice. Candice uh, uh, in France. And, uh, it's Candice. 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 He met Candice, and then uh, they were having a boy, and he gets a call. 
saying that uh, she's uh, that, that there's an emergency. So Gobi flies all the way to France. You How get much there. was that ticket last minute? Uh, it was seventeen hundred bucks. Well, that's not bad. Is that a situation where you call them up and go, hey, listen, I have an emergency, this and that, and they waive a little bit of the fee, or you, or you just book, you don't care? You know what's crazy is, uh, for whatever reason, in the last few years, I've been on an email list with Richard Branson, Virgin Richard Branson. So I send him projects every so often, Sir Richard, I got this, that, the other, and he responds back. I mean, wow. it's, it's kind of crazy. So I send him an email. I'm like, Sir Richard, I have an emergency do you have any f- planes that fly to, to Nice? So he responds, you know, his assistant, I forget what her name was, see if you can find Gobi a ticket. How cool is that? So, yeah, so they don't fly to Nice, which <laughs> sucks he's for like, me. He's like, I but, could take you to Miami. But, it's but, not going no, on this he, time of year. He would have gone to London, but my <laughs> flight on Delta uh, in a seat that I didn't fit in got there like four hours earlier than they could have. So Wow. I had to I had to go with Delta, but that you know. So I got there. That's cool. So you get there. I got there. Uh, went straight to the hospital. She was in uh, the hospital room with her mom on a monitor because the baby, her water had broken, and the baby's heartbeat kept dropping because of contractions. Mm. So her contractions were squeezing a baby, and they would have to keep jiggling her tummy or talk to the baby to get the heartbeat back up. Wow. So from the minute I got there, I started singing to her tummy because, you know, I'm a bit of a crooner. And every time I sang to him, his heartbeat would come back up. So for 24 hours, I was basically there, you know, doing my best to keep him alive. Uh, and then, you know, they told us it's time to take, take her into emergency C-section because... He has a chance of not living. And what's crazy is she had two embolisms in her placenta. So I could have lost them both. Because if one of those had popped, she would have had internal bleeding. I would have lost them both on the same same situation. Oh, my God. Yeah. So now they're saying, okay, the baby's going to come out, you said three months early? Two and a half months. Two and a half. So now you're, so you said they're going, okay, there's a chance I might lose them both. They're going to end the surgery. And you got to wait outside, right? No, I actually was like, you know, I I had done a documentary on premature babies six months prior to this. Wow. For Drager Pharmaceuticals. So I kind of had an idea of what premature kids are all about. But you you have no idea until you're in it yourself. You have no idea. So they're doing a C-section. And I'm like, okay, I want to watch the whole thing. They're like, no, 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 you're behind the curtain with your wife. So they got like a curtain cutting half of her body off and we're in the back and i had no idea what a c-section is all about because they numbed her from the chest down Mm -hmm. right so as they're starting to open her up they they open up four layers ribs stomach to get into the uterus because when a baby's premature it's deeper in Mm -hmm. than if it's term right so as they start cutting She's moving around like like she's in an earthquake. She's, your, your wife is my moving. wife, and she's looking at me, and I'm like, helpless. is she wait, wait, is she moving around because they're moving around, or they're, because they're moving her? But around. she's numb, so it's not like she's moving her own body. No, but her her face and her arms. She was just flailing around like a like a fish out of water, and she just had this scared look on her face, and I was like, I don't know what to do for you right now. So I just held her hand. And they just kept at it for like, it seemed like forever. 
And then we heard these two little Oh, wow. And then we both start bawling. Of course. And then um, then they said, okay, you, allez, allez, out to the room. So they kicked yeah. me out of the room, right? The baby comes out. They put him on a little slab. And the doctor starts working on him. And then I'm noticing that the baby's not breathing. So this is you watching through the window. No, 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 no. I was, they, we came outside. As they're starting to patch her up, me and this other doctor are outside with these nurses on this little slab. Uh, he's starting to work on my wow. baby. Oh, wait. So you're outside with the baby now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Just outside of the operating room. Oh like in a mini operating room. Like the baby op operating room. So for four minutes, he didn't breathe. Oh, my God. They kept raising his arm, dropping his arm, his leg, and he's not breathing. And are you noticing, uh, are you noticing worry in the doctors as well? They, they, weren't, they weren't saying a word. The oh. doctor and the nurses around him, they weren't saying a word. Put a tube down his throat, start hand-feeding him oxygen. For are you, are you understanding the French when they're doing this? I mean, I, I just kept asking, is he, is he breathing? Is he breathing? And they didn't answer me. And uh, so for four minutes, this went on, and I didn't breathe for four minutes. I didn't breathe for four minutes. My, my worst fear was that I'm going to have to go back in there to my wife that just got patched up and tell her our boy died wow. outside. Wow. So hold on. Let me, let me just uh, uh, real quick, because you're in the middle of it, and this is pretty intense, man. very intense. First of all, one thing is that it's amazing. If any of us, we've all been in like emergency situations with our kids or somebody. None of us are doctors, and we all know, like, you, how, how helpless do you feel when all you can do is, like, hold the hand? And well, it's a, a story I told on the early days of the show. But, I mean, my son was born premature. He was um, but not nearly as much, you know, and it's not. It pales in comparison to the situation that you've had. But he stopped breathing when he was on my wife's breast for the first time. And then the, the nurse, it was, I had the kid a change of shift. You never want to have your baby at the change of shift. And everyone just left us. Mm. And then the baby stopped breathing for a good 30 seconds. Mm. And four minutes, I would be going crazy. And I went running outside and just flipped out and grabbed everybody. And, it, you know, our baby was taken into like this sort of prenatal intensive care unit at that point. But I could just, I mean, it, you just can't help but empathize with how you're feeling, you know, that's amazing. And so now give us the update, what's going on. So wait, so, so, so he had, so we were, uh, let's, let's get, let's get through the, I just want to hear the rest of that, that story and then get the update of it as well. So the four minutes pass and then what happens? Four minutes passed and, and the one doctor that was there the entire time was feeding the oxygen, you know, with a hand pump. And then finally, after four minutes, he started moving. And then, you know, I, I, I took a you know, sigh of relief. And then uh, about an hour later, my, my wife and I were in the room, and her recovery room, and they allowed me to go see the baby in an incubator. And then essentially, we were at the hospital. My wife was there for 15 days, uh, but then we were there at the hospital for 65 days until he came out. Whoa. Super. Wow. And with the four minutes, did they talk about that length of time at all? I mean, it's, that seems too long. They actually, believe it or not, some preemies do not breathe on their own for up to 15 minutes. And you, keep, you think about brain damage and all of that after a, a minute or two. But as they are force-feeding the oxygen, oxygen is getting into their, into their system. So there's no, 
no chance of uh, uh, irreversible damage to the brain or any Bro. of the vital organs. But I mean, you know, dude, even a minute of your baby not breathing. 30 seconds. Mine. Oh, mine. She's 30 seconds. I, I, I told our, you guys yeah, about I watched mine. my kid turn a little blue, and, I mean, it just completely freaked us out. So, and that was 30 seconds. I told you about Isabella having a febrile, febrile? Febrile, febrile. Febrile seizure, and she went out for like 30 seconds to a minute, and I lost my mind. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 Our baby had a febrile seizure, and she went to the hospital. I've talked about that on the show, and it was crazy because... I didn't see the beginning of the seizure. She had a seizure for, I think it was like a 15, 20 minutes of seizure. It's a long seizure. Mm. And then and then I saw her in the hospital unconscious, and they were going in for a scan, and then she started seizing again. And that's why I asked you about the doctors, because I remember being by her, you know, by the gurney as we were pushing her, you know, this cute little baby, right? And you're pushing her to go get a scan, and then suddenly she starts seizing. And I start looking around at the doctors like, uh, is everyone seeing this? And then when I hear in the voice of one of the doctors, she goes, uh, we need to go back to the ER. We need to go back to the ER. Like, I, I, I was like, I mean, I'm getting chills right now. I was like, oh, my God. Because I was like, you know. And if they're shocked, I mean, they if, see everything. So yeah. it's almost like sure. when you're on the airplane, there's a little And then when you're in the hospital the, the that long, 65 days, that's, a, that's amazing. Did, are you an expert at the cafeteria at this point? I, I'm, I'm an expert at French medical terms for premature babies. <laughs> but, you know, what's crazy is during those 65 days, we almost lost them twice they give us Ugh. two 48-hour watches, and they said he may not make it for the next 48 hours. So it was, even above me on all of this, what's crazy is that a French documentary crew filmed the whole thing from the minute he was born until we came out of the hospital. So a documentary aired on French TV of our kid and four other families, and we'd be walking down like the streets in Antibes in the south of France, and some French lady to walk up and go, "Ah, the Papa de Aria." Wait, that, was it was it random that they just happened random. to be there? Random. How crazy is that? Were they there to capture premature kids? Yeah, was it? it was it was a French documentary on premature babies. And so, and then you said he had a hole in his heart at one point. He had, he had a- two of the ventricles weren't communicating. Uh, he had blood on the brain. And, you know, he, he had two uh, infections. Those, those infections almost took him out. We showed up at the hospital one day, and it was as white as a sheet. And uh, we're like, what's, what's going on with our son? And the nurse was like, well, we, we had to make sure that uh, there was something wrong with him, that you guys would tell us there's something wrong before we, you know, do the necessary tests. So then they did the scans, and they emergency... Uh, uh, ambulanced him to another Wait, how hospital. How does that work? The, the nurse said that we were waiting for you to tell us something's wrong with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they'd moved us from the ICU, the NICU, which is the, the neonate section of, of like the hospital in Nice to uh, a subsidiary hospital that didn't have the same setup. So because they, they basically discharged him early, too early. They discharged him. They, they should have kept him for two more months or a month, month, and they this discharged us early, and he got sick at the other hospital. Boy, so uh. then they rushed us back to that first hospital, and then we, you know, stayed there for another fifteen, twenty days. That is crazy. And what they say? Why? Oh, sorry, we tried basically to pull a fast one, kick you out. Basically, here. basically, in French. They, 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 they thought. Uh, what did they say? They thought. Sorry, they we thought let you go that, too early. Our bad. They thought he was well enough to make the. Uh, uh, transfer, but he clearly was not big enough or strong enough to do so. 
Did any money come out of your guys' pocket? Was this all? 120,000 euros paid by the French government. How crazy is That's that? That's 160,000 bucks. How crazy. I'm going to have a couple of babies in France. That? People are upset about. You, you, you hear that, Mitt Romney? Obamacare stuff. <laughs> Dude, I, I got to tell you. I mean, look, I've, I've been a hypochondriac my whole life, and I've had a lot of doctors here in America, but doctors in France... They were like Patch Adams. The nurses and the doctors, I was tripping how in love they were with our little baby. They were living gods. I was so in awe of these people that make French salaries. You know, they don't, they don't make the kind of money the, the, the doctors and nurses do over here. They love what they do. And it was just a trip because, you know, France has got one of the best healthcare systems in the world. And... Um, you know, you know, something they're doing is working. Uh, that's all I got to say. You know, you know, you know, they're not a communist country. They're not, I guess they're somewhat socialist, but everyone's got medical. They just sleep. They just sleep around all the time. That's what it is. And they get siestas. And the, what's his name? He, his name is Aria Michael. He's right here. He's uh, in France with his mommy. He already got his American passport. I got him his passport the day he was born. And uh, we're just waiting on mom's green card so I can prayfully bring him back home here. You just need to call Richard Branson for that, too. Yeah, well, well he's English. So. For everything. <laughs> <laughs> he knows the guy. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. That's the story of Gobi That's and great, Aria. Great, great story. And Candice. And if you want to, you could see the documentary, right? I mean, you could you could probably find you can go the to French YouTube documentary. What is there? It's, What's that called? Yeah, well, the, the, it's energy nrj twelve energy dot com, and you just gotta scatter. Why don't you get us the link and we'll put I, it? You on know our... what? I actually have a Vimeo link of the documentary myself. If you go to staticfreefilms.com on Vimeo. You'll find the documentary. You'll see it. It'll it'll be the only long form documentary. And we'll also we'll also do a link to our thing. You can give it to us. We can I'll, link I'll, it. Yeah, I'll, so people I'll that give are watching, account. people that are listening today, it's can, it's, we'll it's all in it, frog we'll though. We'll put it up um, it, on our it, Facebook it's fan all in page. French. We can do that for Mini Van Men. We'll put the link on. Jorge can pop that on there right now. Um, do you know? Is this the thing that you shot together, Maz and Gobi with Afshin? Uh, oh, Afshin was. Oh, Afshin was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, go home, was a go home Arab. Go home Arab. Yeah, that's the the yeah yeah. Uh, okay, you yeah. guys did that together. No, he's one really? of my good friends. That's why I I, I assumed that there was some sort Yo, of. Yo, his daughter is going to be one of the most famous actresses in America. Film connection going on. Afshin's daughter is the girl who played Eddie Murphy's daughter in uh, what was it? What was that movie? The called? last Eddie Murphy, Murphy flop. She was with on the, the billboards with the over the head. Uh, that beautiful chocolate looking thing that's half person. Yeah, it's the one with the blanket. It's, she was um, salt with with. Uh, I met him at your house, right? Yeah, yeah. You made. I think you met at Al's house. Al's house. He's Carrie. Bald, bald head. No, you guys had. You had his wife on the show. She's the uh, the Carrie. commercial mob. Yeah, Carrie. Carrie yeah, yeah, yeah. At Al's house. She's right? uh, the commercial yeah. mommy, where people accused us of doing a commercial for commercial mommy, just like we're doing a major commercial for this French. That's right. That's in French. So uh, there you have it, folks. Thank you for tuning in, the minivan men. I think that's 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 the episode, right? We can't top that. I don't want to try. I think the theme. I mean, your story is remarkable, and uh, there's no better fitting story than to play the song of the first video you ever directed. Ain't nothing but a gangster party with uh, 
Snoop Lion, and uh, Tupac Shakur. That's what's up. Can you run us out with that, Jorge? Of course, Jorge can. Are you crazy? Well, guys, that's it. Uh, uh, The only other news I have for you is the A's came from behind. They were like five or six games back last week. To, and they beat the Texas Rangers to win the AL championship on the last... I'm sorry, the AL West championship. You got better news than On the that. last day, <laughs> on the last day of the season. I'm an A's fan. I'm a, I'm no, an A's you got fan, better so news kid. than that. Come on. Come on, man. C, B, uh, I, S. Uh, yeah, man. Well, I, I, sold a script to, I sold a script to CBS, man. How's that? Oh, wouldn't wouldn't me and Chris get our money? Uh, it's it's a it's a show I'm calling uh, uh, mini uh, truck men. Yeah, I'm, call, I'm calling man. it SUV men. <laughs> it's about these dads <laughs> who drive around with SUVs. <laughs> it was a great pitch. Uh, I pitched him. I was like, "Listen, it's me and this African American guy uh, who's Sully married McCullough. to a Latina. <laughs> uh, I think Suli would be great, and a Latino who's married to a Korean." And I'm open to Carlos Mencia. Carlos Mencia, Alas Rocky, any Carlos, I'll do. <laughs> it's called Hollywood Dads. Hey, real dads. Um, we also got uh, Bill Burr's album is being sold on BillBurr.com. Ari Shafir and Tom Segura, who are partners in all things comedy, are selling their albums on iTunes. So you can check those. And out. And we're all performing, right, um, Al? Where I, are you performing? I'm put a couple albums up on iTunes very soon. So a lot Al, of where, stuff happening. Check out all things where, comedy. Where are you performing, Al? I'm all over the place. I got my one-hour special is being taped in Austin, Texas for Comedy Central, and you can go on my website, almadrigal.com, and get free tickets to one of those shows on October 25th. Wow. So if you're a fan of the show and you live in Austin, Texas, you can get free tickets to that show. I'd love people to come that actually know Are you excited, Chris, Seth? Yeah, you listen to me. Yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm practicing a lot. I've got um, a ton of stuff booked. You can go to almadrigal.com, my shows. I've got a, a ton of stand-up in, in the works. So, yeah, I'm more focused than excited. Okay, and Chris, you got anything coming up? Uh, I'm still shooting Real Husbands of Hollywood, man. And uh, we might have a special, special, special guest uh, to shoot. Uh, we shot out of order, so our first episode we're going to shoot last. It's going to be a two-parter. It's going to be bananas, and I have a special guest that I'm It better be Eddie Murphy. It better be Eddie. Bigger than Eddie Murphy. And you got Richard Pryor? Also, Maz and Chris are going to be doing a live minivan men um, on October 13th uh, at 2 p.m. for the L.A. Podfest, where they're going to have a special guest that I hope they can pull off. And uh, I'm performing live as well, touring. You guys can get all those dates at mazjobrani.com. I'll be in Irvine. I'll be in San Francisco. I'll be in... New York. Uh, so come out and laugh and do come out and see us live at the podcast. Uh, that's it, guys. And Jorge will be, uh, Jorge's just uh, all over the place uh, doing no live performances. Uh, but but they definitely should go to this site. I'm looking at the site. It's absolutely incredible. Al Madrigal, you and your people have done an incredible job. This thing is beautiful. Allthingscomedy.com. Check it out. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.
All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks.